from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Did you, <laughs> listener at home, did you just hear a third voice on all my fantasy children? Well, you're in luck because you are catching a guest episode. That's right. All My Fantasy Children is proud and happy to be joined by the most incredible interactive artist, game designer, dice eater, first of their name, goodbye boy, goblin king, indie punk bastard, Viditya Valetti. <laughs> That's right. I don't. I hit the wrong button. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I hit the wrong button. No, I know the soundboard is broken. We're so sorry. Hello, Viditya. Would you like to welcome to all my fantasy children? First of all, um, thanks for coming on. This is fucking exciting. This is really exciting for me. Thank you for having me. No, this is very very exciting. I'm I'm the most excited. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan. I remember the first time I listened to AMSC, I was like, "This is my show. Oh, this is like my shit." That makes me very happy. Now, I, I, I have a question for you right off the bat. Damn. You what? might not know the answer. I'm, I know. Jeff's got a question. Let's see if, uh, <laughs> let's see how Vin handles it. I'm going to admit this is a bit of a gotcha interview. And this, like, <laughs> oh. It's time to start with the questions. Let's hit him. Let's hit him hard. <laughs> so I have a question for you, uh, mm-hmm. which is we actually met. And I want to know if we met. The first time we met was before or after you had listened to AMFC. Because we met at Metatopia 20... 20- 19 19 must have been you had space must. between stars you had the, yeah. the, the the postcard and and i think it was taylor had told you to to, to, to find yeah. me somewhere in the convention yeah, yeah, yeah. taylor Lebrush, uh who i met at big bad con uh wonderful person uh, wonderful person told me i gave i gave him this space between stars it's like a little postcard it's a world builder uh like it takes a world building table from one of my other games uh it's very nice and I gave it to him, and he just goes, you need to find Jeff Stormer and or Aaron Katenosias and give this to them. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> as soon as seek, you can. <laughs> seek, seek them out. Yes. <laughs> they will know what to do next. <laughs> I was given a quest. That rules. That makes me very happy. That's well, awesome. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad that you have finally completed your quest, and we're here on microphone. Uh, we're at... <laughs> We are at a convention. It is. It, 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 this was technically recorded in 2019. We're just releasing it, was. it now. It was. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Isn't life great? Yeah. Life I'm is such great. a different person <laughs> in 2019. But um, to pivot, I have a really good uh, podcast transition. <laughs> yeah, speaking of games, uh, is there anything you'd like to promote? Like, what are you working on? What do you got going on? Do you want to tell anybody at home where they can find you? Oh, yeah. Um, so <laughs> you can... <laughs> I feel like I'm on a game show. You are. <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> it's me. I'm from New Jersey. Uh, nice. From, no. Um, I, uh, yeah, you can find me online uh, basically everywhere on like by my name, Viditio Valetti. So like you can find me on Twitter at Viditio Valetti uh, and you can find my games. I'm an indie game designer. Uh, you can find my games at VidityoValetti.itch.io. Um, I also stream. I stream on like a few different things, but I have my own Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash Boom. Where I do a bunch of weird stuff. I think I I wish I had like more of a consistent plug 
than like other people do, but I oh, please. love trying out new things. Like I'm just a big fan of like, you know what? I'm going to like release a podcast where I review dice in an audio only format. Uh, and then I did like two episodes of those. And then I was like, I guess I'm done with this, you know? Um, <laughs> and then also like I streamed various things and I like, sometimes I'll be like, let's just stream me scrolling through itch, like the new releases and just, that's actually games very good. That's good. Yeah, that I works. like that. that. That's smart. That's really I, wise I, and awesome. I saw, I I saw when that. you did that and it was the coolest thing in the world. I want to go back to it really badly. Uh, and, and now I, I think I will like, uh, I'm, I'm excited. I also like had a very short lived, like interview thing or me and another game designer out invite another game designer. We played Minecraft while we talked about burnout <laughs> like that was basically. I, what it was. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, when I put together my spreadsheet of anyone can wear, or for anyone can wear the mask, I put together my like press things to contact. Yeah, Hourcraft was very high on the list, but by the time I got to like contacting people, it had stopped being a thing. But like, it was very high on my list. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play Minecraft with Vid. I'm gonna play Minecraft with Vid. It's gonna be great. We should. Uh, well, here, let's. I'll Revive bring it back. It. Yeah, I'll bring, bring it back. back. And we're going to do it. I'm in. I'm just <laughs> name a yeah. day. Name a day. Yeah, no, absolutely. I was like, I've never, pl- I've never played Minecraft before. I don't have it, but I'm going to, I was going to, I'm going to download it and learn <laughs> it so that we can do this thing. Jeff, can you have a podcast about and a stream about learning Minecraft? Because that would also be one of the most deeply satisfying experiences. Just me learning how to build brick. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about it. So I'm like, I got cubes and I got, a, I got a bow and arrow. And if I, and I if, I, if I dig too deep, there are green things that will kill me, but there's yeah. also precious things down there. It's a great game loop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and I got another thing to plug. Uh, I am a cast member on the Twitch channel. Uh, all my, not, oh my God. All my fantasy children. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a cast member on the Twitch channel, All Nerds Here. Um, where it's like a uh, all queer, mostly Bing Bimpok uh, streaming channel where we play role playing games. I am uh, a part of a seasonal game, uh, so we change out our games every season in an all Bimpok cast. Uh, it's really wonderful. Uh, we're starting our newest season on the seventh of July, uh, and we're playing Hardwired Island. Uh, and so we're really excited about that. It's like we do 10 episode seasons and you can go back and listen to listen and watch the previous seasons. Last season, we played uh, Passion de los Passionos, uh, but it's set in a space station. Nice. So it's like this, like it's called Corazon Station. Uh, it's some of my favorite role playing. I really loved it. Uh, each of those seasons are great. So like, you should definitely go and check out All Nerds here and uh, tune in live Wednesdays at 830 p.m. Eastern. Hell yes, go do that. Corazon Station ripped so hard. No, oh, thank you. <laughs> ripped so hard. So, all my fantasy children, by the way, uh, if, 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 if you're new here, uh, welcome to all my fantasy children. This is a tabletop-inspired character creation, world-building, and storytelling podcast inspired by listener prompts. Each week, we take a listener-submitted prompt, spin it into an original fantasy character, and use that character or myth, what have you, locale, and use it to develop a, an original fantasy world we have named fantasy and this week is no exception because the prompt this week comes to us from our discord from discord user tonamel prompt a sport whose playing field is the ley lines Ooh. Ooh. Now, rips. Yeah, rips. for uh for new listeners of all my fantasy children 
in our world, the, the ley lines are a series of interconnected magical circuits, essentially, that power the world. They are essentially the life stream. They make up everything. Every stone, every tree, every bird is both created and fueled with magic by the ley lines. So it's kind of just like the life stream from Final Fantasy, except not. <laughs> um, now, we are going to play a game today. I mean, this game is my shit. So I'm very excited to play it. Can you tell us all about it, Vid, please? Yeah, of course. Um, uh, a Land Once Magic is a post-fantasy world-building game. Mm. Uh, I call it post-fantasy, not necessarily that it is like post-apocalyptic or whatever, uh, but it's kind of has to do with, like, I really love fantasy, uh, but I want to create worlds uh, that are not really rooted in roots of fantasy you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah uh, i mean yeah. it's again it's like it's something that i love that y'all do that uh at all my fantasy children like it, you take fantasy and make it your own or you kind of bring new touchstones into the world so that's what post fantasy means for a land one's magic and so it's like it's a full world building game it kind of just takes you through um starting from picking like a palette and some touchstones and then uh it's just all card table prompts so there's a few different tables uh, and you slowly like build up. So I like guide you through just some basic stuff. So you start with like a legend. Uh, so you build like this folk tale for your world. And then from there you answer a bunch of questions uh, about the world itself and the cultures that live there. And they're all like loose prompts that are mostly meant to just get you and your friends like jazzed about what you're creating and like going off uh, on tangents and stuff like that. Like it, it really is just me going like, hey, like, tell me about like a weird landmark or weird series of landmarks in this world. And somebody will be like, well, we've already established that gravity works differently. So what if, you know, and it's like yeah. this kind of thing. Uh, and then like from there, you know, you build like a city and then you zoom. So you zoom in a little bit and you make a city in this world and then you zoom in a little bit more and like you figure out what's happening in that city and stuff like that. And the reason why it's called A Land Once Magic is because the kind of twist of this is you're building a world where magic was fundamental to it, but now it's like gone or it's on its way out or something has happened to it. So like you're you're kind of figuring out like, oh, is this world about to crumble or is it good? It's going to change in some way. Uh, and, and that's, that's kind of just like what I I like about it, right? Like it's, it's a fantasy world builder, but, um, also the worlds that have been made are like spanning from like really like traditional fantasy to like weird kind of almost sci-fi, like very final fantasy esque, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, I love it. (laughs) So it's amazing. It's really sick. It's so cool. It's uh, what do you call it? Deceptively simple. Cause you play with this deck of cards and it's like a, it's, it's basically uh, what we're all about here, which is like you just sit down with some friends, it, the the game gets your brain working and it generates ideas and you're soon enough, you're firing on all cylinders. And so basically, listeners, get used to this because we're going to play the shit out of this game from now on on the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I know that, Jeff, you had said before we started that you had a big pitch. Now, I, I just I just want to remind the listeners of our prompt. Prompt, a sport whose playing field is the ley lines. Now, I please, do. Jeff, unload. So, so my pitch is also tied. I, I want to throw it over to. I want to throw it over to Davidia. Um, can you tell us what you had said to us about like what you said your number one goal was for this oh. episode and recording? 
I came to all my fantasy children. Once again, big fan of this uh, of this podcast to all the listeners out there. I from the first time I listened to it, like I, I told my friend, I actually messaged my friend today. I was like, hey, uh, I'm going to be on all my fantasy children. And they go, oh, my God, it's come full circle. And oh I said, yes, my God. because I'm going in there with an agenda. Like, Corbin, <laughs> Corbin, I'm going to put goblins in this goddamn world. <laughs> Good. I, I've been thinking about that because I know. Because you created Space Goblins, which is a game about goblins in space. You are a goblin enthusiast. Yes. I love them. So the second that, the second that we, had, we, had, we had agreed that we were, we were doing this recording, I was in my back pocket like, this is going to be the goblin episode, and I'm excited. <laughs> I'm keeping it in my back pocket. I was like, this has, this is going to, and also I was like, I don't want the goblin episode to be before this record. <laughs> yes. And like, yes. That's like very serious because Jeff and I, like we've been asked like for uh, like twice, I think in five years, like when are a goblin, like what's a goblin in fantasy? And then when this happened, like Jeff was like, eh, it's not like, right. I don't know. And like when it's, when it's something that we decide and figure out, cause it's like such a big fantasy concept, like it'll be, it'll feel right. And mm-hmm. I'm not joking that when we were like, oh, yeah, we'll eventually do an episode with Vid, we'll talk about fucking goblins. When we have Vid on, that'll be the goblin episode. That we'll, was we'll a long that time ago, I have oh, to tell yeah. you, just so you know. <laughs> it's been a long time, Kevin. I've Fuck been ready yeah. for this episode for a long time. <laughs> but, but, but my big pitch is tied partially to that and partially tied to the prompt. A sport whose playing field is the ley lines. Now, I was thinking about goblins today, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about like a lot of the, the 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 tropes around goblins, which we see in space goblins, we see in a lot of other things, mm-hmm. and like the idea, the way that goblins are often por- are, are are written in games like World of Warcraft, but also like tying into ideas of like the gremlin on the wings, whether you're going to like a Twilight Zone or a Looney Tunes idea, uh-huh. a- and also thinking about the movie Gremlins to the new batch. <laughs> oh fuck! Wait, no. that's the subtitle for Gremlins too. I don't think I'm the new batch. Is it really? <laughs> I'm like ninety percent sure. Gremlins two, the new batch. The it new batch. Is. Yeah, it's it the is. new batch. Damn. They're a new batch. They're a new batch of Gremlins, and oh, they have God. and they have they have they have gimmicks. They have sticks. <laughs> they yeah. do indeed. They do indeed. And that's why I'm. Th- I was thinking about the new batch of Gremlins. <laughs> no, fuck, Jeff. <laughs> No, are you say it? No, go ahead. Just do no, it. No, do no, it. So, do no, it to me. so what I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of one specific gremlin in the new batch. Yes. Do you know the gremlin that gets stuck in the in the in the wire? The one that turns into pure electricity. Or yeah, something? the Is electricity. Yeah. The electricity yeah. gremlin. No, Aaron, I'm not going with any of the other gremlins from Gremlins to the new batch. You're fine. You're okay. <laughs> All it right. gets electrocuted, you said? It gets electrocuted. It's in it turns into a being of electricity. Oh. Is it called Mo- Mohawk truly despises Gizmo and he tends to take his anger out on the poor creature through violence. He Oh, this is about torture. Never mind. Jeez. <laughs> what? Yo, what is this film? I know it's anyway, like sorry. None <laughs> go of ahead. This, sorry, go ahead. None of this matters. It does not matter. <laughs> You're right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. What matters is that there are what matters is that one of the gremlins gets like plugged into a like it's plugged into a wall or yeah. it's electrocuted in some way and turns into electricity. Okay. Yeah. What I want to propose, thinking about like a sport that is played on the ley lines. What if goblins are made up of the ley lines? Okay. 
Yeah, the the wheel started turning, and I'm I'm feeling this. Okay, like beings that are embodiments of the ley lines. Like, well, like the idea of like because we, we have done that before. To we have done that before, and that's yeah. why that's why I think it's not quite that. Okay. It's just like if you think about like the magical animals that are the the ley lines, right? If you think about yes. the the five animals that uh, <laughs> the Celeste animal D six essentially the animal D six, <laughs> the idea of like. You have you have these big presences, and if you picture them as like the 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 lightning bolt, right? Yeah. What if goblins are just like the spark? Oh, oh. So uh, a a goblin like archetype that I really like are like goblins that are what's it like? like they're the they're the maintenance workers of the yeah. world. You know, I love that. that's a, that's the that's a, that's the very specific trope yeah. that I, I grow to I, I float to as well. Okay, so they like they can like patch into the ley lines, and but they're also like they're also like maintaining it. They're like, oh, we gotta fuck it. Sorry, sorry, yes. y'all. Like this place is closed off, and and we've said that magic is like chaotic and hard to predict in this. Like, yes, imagine like a surge of the ley line, right? Like no reason to it. It just is like a powerful blast. The geyser. Like a geyser erupts, and then suddenly there are like sixteen goblins just like hanging around the <laughs> yeah. like energy that exploded. Fuck yes! And then eventually, like they sort of they don't necessarily like die; they just kind of like multiply. It, they go just kind of like they just kind of go back. They just sort of like boom, like they just sort of like fizzle away, right? Like they are they are they are the ley lines in that like sometimes it just surges and gremlins or gremlins and goblins <laughs> pop out and then eventually they just kind of make their way back into the ley lines it is for lack of a better way to put it like a hiccup like they are a hiccup in the ley oh, lines okay the ley lines are made up of like living souls like it is everyone when they die goes into a ley line and you're being so like some of those souls just like hiccup pop up are alive again in sort of a jumbled state, and then they kind of float back. And it's just, like, a natural... It adds to this level of, like, chaos that is very, like, intrinsic in goblins yeah. as a trope to me. And it's just this idea that, like, they aren't... And it kind of... I also just love the idea that, like, they are chaos incarnate, and that, like, sometimes they just happen, and they're just sort of a a happy little gleeful thing that just sort of pops up in the world as a naturally occurring okay. phenomena. I have... Okay. I have it a pitch. I have like just ideas because yeah. what, what I'm hearing I like a lot. So first of all, this reminds me of um, kind of like in, in real life, like seeing a UFO, seeing a Bigfoot, yeah. like sort of a phenomenon that's like a like a you know <laughs> like an event. Like someone's like, goblins I swear to God, is cryptid. Is goblins is cryptid. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. That goblins are cryptids, but also you said like that there's a maintenance to it, and that this is what appeals to me because. Listeners, at one point, like the kind of the ley lines take a shape of like an animal, like, you know, they are like a whale, a frog, a bird, whatever. And you said goblins are like maintenance and they're made out of ley lines. Perhaps, just perhaps, there's a bird called the oxpecker and it's like sits on backs of rhinos and zebras and it okay. cleans them. It eats the pests, you know what I mean, that yeah. are on them. And it's like this really nice relationship. And then there's the pilot fish that cleans like a shark's teeth. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, I'm thinking yeah. because they're these big, if, even if they're not primordial beasts, if you consider the ley lines, this essence of magical energy on a planet as living things, they need something. They need a pilot fish. They need yeah. an oxpecker to clean it. for maintenance. Oh, no, this is great. Yeah, this yeah. rules. This and rips. enter goblins, which are a naturally occurring phenomenon cryptid that oh. appear at the like at the site of like. Like not a wound, but like a, a an oopsie daisy. Like a geyser, they they patch up a geyser, and maybe and like 
well, the the pitch that I want to I want to I want to bounce off of that with is like or roll with is like they do it. Say it's like I, I picture it as geysers, cracks, volcanoes, right. things like yeah, that. Yeah, and the way yeah. that they the way that they fix it is just by being right. Like they oh, are if they fun. are if they are if they are made up of this ley line energy, then like naturally, like if something is burst forth energy, like these things appear. And then they just sort of naturally collect that energy, and when it is all like when that when that all of that energy has finished flow like flowing out of this particular gap, they just kind of fizzle. It's They're like just, a conduit, mm, like yeah. they, it, it's their conduit, so it all spills out. And a naturally occurring moment is when okay. ley line energy pours out of the earth like a volcano, a geyser, or even just like a fissure. Yeah, the, the energy that comes out takes shape. It's almost like you know how when you throw boiling water in ice cold weather, it turns immediately to ice. Yeah, I'm thinking that. So when the ley line energy gets out, boop, goblins. Yeah, and goblins if they just are hang like, around long enough, they just kind of absorb it into themselves. They're a conduit. They kind of are cleaning up just by existing. They basically. Roomba it up and back in they go. <laughs> what if? Okay, wait. Actually, could I? Can I pitch off of this real quick? You can do anything what you if, want. I love. Okay, what if the cleaning process, though, to go back to our pitch? Yeah, because uh, it's a sport. Whose playing field oh, is the fuck, ley lines? I forgot about the prompt. I forgot the show is. <laughs> well, well, like, <laughs> what if like they pop up and like my first thought was like, okay, well, like goblins, maybe they like they exist and they also kind of like run around like uh, i i have this i have like an image in my head of like they they pop up the ley line just kind of wounded and maybe they like run over to like towns and societies or like or to people like campers and they just grab shit because they need to like patch stuff up Ooh, what if like the that's like the sport like goblins come up and then like a uh, okay actually wait hear me out Rob- hear, wait, wait. robbery no, no, no. robbery <laughs> it's that I, I actually I'm I might tweak my own pitch a little bit uh, I'm imagining like a ley line wound or like a geyser happens and it opens up. Tell me if this is too much. No, it won't be. You're saying it and therefore it's already going to happen. It's canon. How many episodes have had clowns? Some of the best episodes have had. What if it's a clown? <laughs> no matter what you say, we're gonna lean into it and totally make it work. So you could. There's no way you could fuck this up. <laughs> nothing you say. Nothing you say is gonna be. It's gonna be more than the Howdy Man. So go <laughs> that's <laughs> also true. Nothing is worse or better than the Howdy Man. So go ahead. What are you thinking? Tweak that. Tweak that pitch. So they're not stealing stuff. No. Uh. What if. Uh. Like a geyser of energy comes up, goblins come out, and a game is played. Mm. Like in oh. these, like it's like a pop up game. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Like so, like a, a like a, a field is created or something like that. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. like suddenly an event happens, and so like the goblins are there, but their task is kind of like a weird sport that they play with each other you know i like Here, this a I, lot. I love this i love this and i want to i want to i want to throw a slight pivot or not a pivot but like i want to build an idea off of yeah, that i want to do a 180 on this yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if we uh take it back <laughs> what if nothing that you said what if just nothing um, i love what you said but how about you shut up now <laughs> what if we just ended this recording here and aaron and i just recorded an episode um <laughs> i would never know <laughs> um so what like, i love the idea of them popping out and already being kind of mid game. Yeah. And the the thing that I want to throw out is that is that the game that they are playing, it is like a it is a variation on like a popular children's game, but because it is it is being played on the ley lines, 
it becomes this entire other in the way that like a lot like I'm like thinking about this is a bad example, but like softball versus baseball versus wiffle ball versus or golf versus putt putt. Actually, golf versus putt putt golf is a very good like comparison. Right. The idea that like golf is like a thing. <laughs> golf is a thing. Jesus New t-shirt. Christ. Golf is a thing. Golf, golf is, is a thing. thing. Um, <laughs> you, but you play it in this space where there's a windmill and a clown. Like you play it here, and like it becomes this weird other experience. Absolutely. So what I picture is that like is that like there is the skeleton, right? Because these are these are these are beings from a place that is made up of like souls, experiences, memories, all these things that there's like the skeleton of like a children's game here. Yes. In the way that like there is the skeleton of golf in mini uh, in putt putt. But uh-huh. like but like to watch a group of goblins, a community of goblins play their game, play like the the ley line sport. Uh-huh. You're like why is there like why is there suddenly a windmill? Yes. Are you applying okay. a literal putt putt course? <laughs> I wasn't, but now I might. Oh, wait, no, wait, no. <laughs> I love. I, no, but I do love like weird constructs. Yes, yeah. and I I love to 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 your point about like the the to uh, the point about like goblins like collecting things. I love the idea that it just is this natural like this thing where like stuff kind of just gets sucked onto the playing field like people people like you lose your favorite you lose your favorite watch and it's because it just like by the power of the ley lines magic became part of like the play field okay that go ahead please okay i gotta i gotta pitch all right um so you also say so the ley line is like where people go to die or where people when they die they go sorry essentially yes (laughs) Yeah, um, and it's like a collection of their souls and their memories and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, what if when the game happens, not only goblins come out, like they are weird glitches that all, they're like glitches that also heal and like they're, you know, these like symbiotic beings with the ley lines. What if like the audience are like souls of people and come out uh, and then like, you know, like, oh, your watch goes missing you go looking for it and you find this goblins playing this game and you go and look up at the bleachers and it's your like grandfather. Fuck yeah. I was <laughs> going to say the same <laughs> shit. That's so oh. very good. I, so this was my idea for it. And that makes me very happy because you had said something about like, like finding things or stealing things or gathering things. And you said constructs and the dead. So I'm thinking the game itself the game is, I like the idea of some kind of scavenger hunt where it can happen in a blink of an eye, maybe, but the goblins scatter to corners of the world, and they, you know, like every accident, there has to be, like, a site that's built to kind of contain it, and then repairs are made on the site. So I think the construct is made out of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, the mm-hmm. construction site is made out of stuff, whether it's a windmill appears over the wound, it's something, I feel like it's some. that's the fun part of it as a as a viewer, yeah. not a spectator, meaning like Aaron walking through fantasy, I'd be like, there's a cosmic windmill, interesting. You know, there's a, <laughs> uh, you know, but something pops up on this wound, and you know that that's, that's a whoopsie, that's an injury to the planet that's being repaired by goblins. And... You can go spectate if someone steals your shit. Like they, the, the, maybe this is like a legend. It's a myth. It's, it's like part of life on fantasy that if you are missing something and you go and you know it might be taken by a goblin, if you find the construction site that it leads to and you find this wound, like you said, Vid, you could say, like, you could see dead relatives. You could see, 
uh, a memory tied to that object, like projected in front of your eyes, because it's we don't know if maybe it's the goblins, maybe it's just the phenomenon of this magical energy concentrated mm-hmm. in one point. But weird shit happens with a mix of memory and emotion and yeah. lost lives and the the dead I, and memory, like you know, all that stuff com- converges to make a spectator event. And and what I want to throw in is. I love the idea that um, thinking on on the cryptid, thinking on like the the cryptid thing, this idea that like there are large swaths of the world that simply do not believe that this is a thing that happens. <laughs> this is the thing. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, of like, course. Or like the idea that um that like if you lose a thing, well maybe the goblins are using it to build a construct. Like that's like a a, a folk. That's like a piece of folk wisdom. Yeah, yeah. There are parts of the world where that or that is a piece of folk wisdom, but like. It's like a piece of folk, you know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, it's a thing that you say and like a laugh, like ah, oh, goblin stole my watch. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, exactly. like where are my keys? Where it's like, well, oh, the goblins you know? got them. Well, the goblins, goblins, goblins got them. Oh yeah. man. Well, I hope whatever they're doing with it, I hope they're helping out. Like, yeah. You know, <laughs> like a kid on the playground is like, it's like, oh, like oh, I lost my, <laughs> lost my lunch. No, I lost my Pokemon cards, and it's like, oh, and then some other kids like, well, my grandma told me that the goblins probably have it now. You know, I love that. I think a phrase tied to it is, uh, well, at least we know it's in a better place. Like, <laughs> yeah, the object itself is yeah. doing something greater now. That's it has very a, good. Like, it is no longer yours. It like. The deeper way of thinking about it, I think, is like, well, it belongs to the planet now. Yeah. Like, you know, yes. it's the goblins. It's they yeah. need it. Yeah, I the goblins that. wouldn't take what they don't need. Is I, yes. I, I like oh. I like that as a uh okay. as like a thing. Now we're cooking with fucking gas. <laughs> all of this, all of this as a all of this as like a cryptid story is yes. so very good. And yes. like thinking about like that 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 energy of like this is we all like this might none of this might be true you know what i mean like that that like a sta- yeah. a regular person might just be like i don't know i don't buy any of this uh-huh. but you know it's nice to think about and like it but it also being a very real thing that like one person is like i swear it, i've seen it i watched yeah. it happen the evolution of it is really fun as like a as a story or a myth or something because some people would be like yeah no goblins take things that they need to repair the planet so like your your playstation is now literally helping the greater tapestry stay man, man, intact and also some people wait i lost my train of thought hold please fuck 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 oh and for some cultures i think it's like a lesson for like you're accumulating too much shit the goblins only take what they need oh, you yeah. had more than you needed so the goblins took it and used it for something better you weren't like you had five coats you know what i mean the <laughs> too goblins many coats. the goblins took four because they needed them you didn't you know what I mean? You yeah. had way more than you needed, and now the goblins are making good use of it. So let that be a lesson to you to not have more than you need, which is very AMFC. It's very nice. I love that. Fuck yes. Okay. So I love what we have, and I love this myth. I love this, uh, what a goblin is, is this amazing, like, naturally occurring phenomenon, life force that makes repairs to the planet and all over the world they're kind of like debated if they're real or what their purpose is and things like that they're like playful you know like like this playful being that exists in in unison with the world what i really like about that peeling back the curtain a little bit and talking about like the world that we've created kind of at the largest scale is like we've created is like they are kind of the by 
product of a happy world, right? Yes. Like yeah. they are, they are, they, 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 and in an earlier age, in the age of the five jeweled crown, like goblins may have been closer to the sort of mischievous, uh, you know, disaster causing oh, because the world baby. was, because like we've created Ooh. a space that has moved past that kind of like, grim sort of semi like yes. we created a space where that is sort of a more collectivist like hopeful world Ooh. and that hope has literally bled into the into the ley lines and has bled into this being that that spits that comes forth from the ley lines is feeding off of this energy of hope that is fostered in the world that is so good because if we are saying that like you know uh, if there's enough good our our kind of like mythology with death is if when you die, your true essence is left on the world, your echo echoes throughout eternity mm-hmm. and changes right. the planet. So if the ley line as a whole is full of positive, like people who want to make a good change in the world and have hope and, you know, are inspired, if there's like a burst or like a spray of like excess ley line, it's going to come out happy little buds. Mm-hmm. But in an era where things are fucked and people are bad and like, you know, rivalry and greed is taking over they're gonna show up and be like you know you're gonna be like oh fuck a goblin and draw your fucking sword because it's bad so i love that this there's this dynamic where they just reflect where the planet's at and i think people study them people like i think of it almost <laughs> like people like meteorologists would be like planet to the good like place crypt, like crypto like it's it's a cryptozoology thing right it's like yes. it's like it's like i gotta prove i gotta prove that goblins exist like i gotta find them i gotta study them we have documented reports of the last time goblins played heist can we call the game heist i just think it's oh, a very absolutely. cool name Heist is such a good name for a sport. Fuck, that's um, very this, good. Like, we have documented. I I can prove to you that this site was was where a game of heist happened. Like I can prove to you, and it's like people are like, that's just a windmill, and they're like, why is a windmill in the woods? <laughs> woods, yeah. I don't know. Some kids were playing a prank. <laughs> like, I don't know. They just built a windmill here. Yeah. I can't, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not trying to get into the head of a windmill builder. <laughs> I love this so much. It also has. Oh, I'm gonna. I have an exciting thing. I have an interesting thing for like my post episode audio now because what happens if when magic goes away in fantasy and there's a wound that's too great to fix, like what right. happened to goblins? Oh no. Uh, anyway. So, my, I, do we want to play a game? I feel like we got we got to draw some cards and, and we should draw and some cards. Explore yeah. explore a land once magic. I would love to do that. So, Vid, if you want to take the helm, you want to take the steering wheel of our big pirate ship. Ooh, and, it's a big pirate ship. Oh, that's it cool. is now. I don't know why I said it, but I said what's it. What's the flag? What's what's the? <laughs> um, it's a pumpkin. Uh, it's a pumpkin. Yeah, I was about to say. We don't talk about pumpkins enough on this show. I feel like, but they're like, <laughs> but they're an image that is everywhere. But we don't talk about it enough. Um, but yes, please lead the SS. Yeah, the SS Gord into oblivion. Just don't steer towards those waters. The ones with the giant clown jutting out of the earth. Let's no, please, away I can't. from oh those God. waters. We can't go there. Bring me back to the what is what were the clowns called again? I remember like Shao Clown was Shao Clown, Shao Clown. But he had like a whole the circus of misery. The circus of misery. Thank you. And the handyman was his greatest nemesis or oh. something. Yes. What is y'all? <laughs> show's good. Gotta show's say, show's good. good. Show's good. Show's good. You keep bringing up clowns. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, yeah. How about why don't we do this? Let's uh, let's build a legend. Let's yes. do it. Um, 
it's going to be kind of grand, which I love based on kind of the theme that's happening. Yeah. So it might, we might need to tweak some things, but I think I love the idea of having like a weirdly grand legend that's like tied to these goblin games to like heist I love and it. stuff. I love it. I love it. There are three sections. Uh, there are three tables to draw on. Should we each draw a card? Yeah. So you. So we basically go down in order. So like one. So we'll say like Jeff, you draw for the first table. I'll draw for the second, and then Aaron draws for the third. Nice. Or some of them. That cool. rules. Okay, right. so I will draw for the first card. And this is a this is a table with four results tied to the suits of cards, diamond spades, uh, hearts, and clubs. I have drawn a club. I have drawn a wandering creature, oh. the nightingale, the behemoth, the worm-toothed. Yeah, so a legend is told of a wandering creature. A legend is creature. told of a wandering creature. We could not have the pumpkin god smile upon us. That's true. <laughs> Uh, and then I have drawn uh, a club. <clears throat> so their tales, their tales tell of foundational morality. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, it's kind of working out real well. <laughs> Holy shit! So I'm gonna fuck it up. Uh, I drew a spade. So, but now the legend has been warped, giving rise to rebellion. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. If if I if if either of you want to throw out a thing, otherwise I have a thing to throw in. Um. First of all, I just want to say how perfectly this worked out. That it's the legend of a wandering creature, the goblin. Yeah. And their tales tell of foundational morality, which they do for the planet as a whole. But now the legend has been warped, giving rise to a fucking rebellion, Jeff. I want to know what you think. Let's all. Do, do you have any ideas, Vid? Initially, uh, no, I, want, I want. I want to hear what y'all are up to. I want okay. to hear what Jeff's up to. Let's get it. All right. So here's my thought, and this is tying directly to something that you said, Aaron, that I think is really, really fucking good. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've edited this show for five years. We none of neither of us have ever actually said thank you when we compliment <laughs> each other because now, Vid, you understand how fast we go. And so there's ne- like, if you're listening to this podcast, we actually go in real time where it's just blah, 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 blah. No one ever goes like, that was really great. And I love that idea. No one ever goes like, oh, thanks. So, oh, thank you. I just, I just really wanted to say. And also, I hope you're having a great day, honestly. I am. Thank you. Oh, um, friendship. So, <laughs> so you you had mentioned um, the, 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 the common wisdom of, of goblins of like, if they took something, they needed it. And more importantly, you didn't. Yeah. And, and, and tying that in tie going back to the idea of like what goblins looked like in other eras of fantasy. Yeah. What Ooh. if it wasn't that they were they were malicious? What if it's that they were rebellious? Ooh, the idea okay. of like of like the, the, the era of that is an era of in a lot of ways, like colonialism and like expansion and like mm. imperialism of like people taking things and like conquering things and armies and soldiers and you know very kind of like like it's this idea of like taking things and saying i own them and what if the spirit of the what if the the way that the goblins were kind of repairing the world was being like you're taking things that aren't yours we're gonna take oh. them we're gonna take them back okay <laughs> it's like you have taken more than you need you have taken what is not yeah. yours you have you have lived in a space that does not that is not your own you have taken what is not yours fuck you <laughs> goblins are are like perpetually this force of like the planet's wants or like yes. what the planet needs so like goblins yes. will come out and be like we need to fix the world, kind of. It's like, yes. it's, it's this, it's this I, I, I love, yeah, it's this idea of, like, they are, the, the, the natural flow of it, like, there are, that idea of, like, we are taking things to fix these gaps in the ley line, like, that folk wisdom of, like, if they took it, 
they took it from you because you had it when you shouldn't have. Yes. Like, it was much more pointed, and, like, the, 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 the idea of framing it as heist came from a place of, like, they were robbing, quite li- like a Robin Literally, Hood situation yeah. of, like, yes, st- like we're going to heist a, a corrupt lord, like, we're going to steal all of your shit, and, and it's going to patch up this gap in the ley line, but also we're just going to, like, take all of your shit, and it's a lot of it's just going to end up in people's houses, like... It's oh, like you find yeah. you find a bag yes. full of gold coins and you're like, oh, my God, this is life changing. And it's like, well, I guess the goblins thought I needed this. So, Jeff, this is fucking dope, because what we're talking about here is when we say like, oh, the ley lines, what we're talking about are like this is a goblin is therefore like the embodiment of the entire planet's crystallized sagely wisdom. Like eons of generations who have come and gone and learned what is good and what is right and reflect the dreams and hopes of people who have come, like who are dead through millennia. So I would like to make a big pitch because you just described it like goblins will basically answer the needs of the planet and sort of like not so maintain balance, but like give the planet, push the direction, the planet back in the direction that it needs to be kind of like, you know, just it just pokes the meter a little bit of the scale. Yeah. Yeah. So what you mentioned that the goblins during like an era where they're seen as dangerous or bad or scary, maybe scary to who is what's scary interesting to, who to me is very is that's that's where my that's where my my, my oh, brain went is yes. like is like the idea of like goblins are, are monsters and they will they will appear and they yes. will they will they will rob you and they will steal all of your things. And if you try to stop them, they will like they will devout like they will kill you and they will eat your flesh. It's like it's like an idea that was spread by by corrupt landlords by Jeff Bezos of, like, of fantasy. <laughs> yes, yes, you know, Jeff- he would be like, his fucking things are terrible. Stay oh, away from them. If you see one, stab it. It's like it's like the it, they weren't cryptids until they became them. Right. It's kind of like yeah. people like they were. A thing yes. of the land, and then like all these, you know, all the lords and stuff would be like, no, goblins are awful. They're creatures of like terrible, like they they we're blaming all of this stuff on them. And I swear I've seen I them and like am all obsessed. this stuff. And I I also love that this extends this this extends that that folk wisdom of if you lost a thing, the goblins took it. Is if you find some like if you find something. Maybe the goblins left it yes. for you. Yes, yeah. completely. That, sense that of is like, the $20 on the sidewalk. It is goblins it is. changing your life. If you find $20 on the sidewalk and like you can't and like you can't find the person who it belongs to, at a certain point the goblins just figured you needed this. Yes, and you thank like the planet because that's the planet looking out for you. It's like the conscious universe type thing. Yeah, I love it. And I love that I I love that that it comes from this almost kind of this this very kind of rebellious thievery sort of like uh like heroic kind of energy of like of like we're going to we're like there are people that have more than they need and there are people that don't have enough. I guess that's the thing that we got to fix. Can I make a huge pitch? Just, we don't have to like dive deep into it, but just something that I would really like to be canon. Yeah. In our world. Let's go. So in our like little writing that we've been doing, I like to call it that. Um, we always say that like the world's in the present of fantasy, like, you know, a little bit after Samuel Gore, like Iron Hills, cool, where it's this optimistic, fun, hopeful, kind place Jeff, you had mentioned that a long time ago, you just said that there were these horrible ideas of, like, greed and imperialism and terrible mm-hmm. things, and goblins, as the, therefore, were taking things back. What I would like to propose is that throughout fantasy, this is one of my favorite tropes in all of fucking fiction and fantasy, there are remnants 
of destroyed lost civilizations <gasps> that Ooh. were literally destroyed because they were beyond the point of return by goblins. And whether they were or not, we don't know. But I'm thinking like a comet destroys this city, but that city was like raising an army to like conquer all the fantasy. Boom, a comet hits it. It's gone. Everyone's like, well, that was goblins or was it? Or was it? I love this. I love this both because it is the natural culmination of like two very cool fantasy ideas, which is goblins and also I'm not going to try to remember the name of of Guzavelt of whatever <laughs> yeah, that Usana like Guzavelt is Usana her name. Guzavelt. Usana Guzavelt. There was this. We we invented this <laughs> whole. We yes. invented this whole like this whole like mythic figure like energy being that like yes. their role is to be present at like major events and help push things in a direction. Yes. Uh-huh. The idea of like of like some existential threat to the planet emerging yes. and like these and en- like the planet creating these sort of mythical like cryptid beings. They're called chaos elementals. Chaos elementals, thank oh. you. The chaos elementals and goblins being these these collective presences that like when taken together, have the power to topple an entire city. Yes. Oh, Rules. yeah. Like, that rips. So I think, like, throughout fantasy, there are ruins, like, in a lot of places uh-huh. that are from this era where, like, it was not hopeful, optimistic, kind. It was terrible. It's like a lost era that we do not go back to because the world is riddled with their remains and we learn their lessons and, you know, we never make those mistakes again because there are constant reminders of one of the existence of goblins because we see them being cool. But then you can also see when the, the when the conscious will of the planet is pushed too far, it pushes right back and will slap you in the mouth. I just like, I don't know, I like ruins. I like lost civilizations. I like destroyed, like, fantasy oh, yeah, cities and stuff. It's fucking awesome. And now that there's, like, a phenomenon that happened to them... Come on, from a lost era that, like, we may never just talk about? Come on! That rips. I I like, like, people like cryptozoologists and stuff are like, all of these ruins are on ley lines. Goblins can get to them easily. And people are like, no, that's like... That's just like, it's just a coincidence. It's, it's a like, coincidence. It's, they're all of them. Like, have you ever thought about why major civilizations in the past were built on ley lines and now destroyed? Like, you know, it's okay, like. Okay, <laughs> I'm writing that the fuck on a post-it. I'm just like imagining, like in my head, I have like this image of like goblins, like these like weird, magical, fizzy constructs. Like they kind of look like holograms in my but, head. And I, I, don't and know, I feel yeah. like their physical form, like what they manifest as would reflect the planet. Yeah. So like in happy times, they're like (laughs) fucking gremlins or like something cute and fun. You know, they might look like birds. They might look like people. You don't know. But when they're bad, they would also reflect that. And sorry, please continue. Oh, no, I love that. And like, (laughs) they just like, they're like in a castle and you got like this guy who's like counting his gold and all of a sudden, like from the ground, they just kind of like crackle to life because yes. it's like oh sorry buddy and like just grabs the gold from from like yes. their hands and just sinks back into the ground <laughs> i love that it takes different shapes like if it's really bad perhaps like the earth just swallows up a castle of uh-huh. like an asshole Ooh, yeah. lord or it's like a redistribution of wealth where like little pixies come and take all your money and redistribute it to the needy or a fucking meteor hits your city because you're all a <laughs> bunch of assholes like it is this terrifying phenomenon that i am now fucking obsessed with and i'm so glad that you helped us make it oh now do we want to keep going game I what would, do you think I, Jeff? I, yeah i would love to 
So we could do, I see a city crumbling, and we could talk about a place that was destroyed. That, that was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I'd like that. Yay. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's talk about a city. Fuck let's do it. Yes. Yeah, so let's uh, let's go like a, a page up. Uh, okay, yeah. just a city. It's the same oh, kind yeah. of table, right? Uh, so, you know, Jeff will draw one, and then I'll draw two, and then Aaron will draw three. And then this yeah. just, again, gives us like, a jumping off point for what the city is and then we'll zoom in with all these little city questions great and 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 we're we're kind of goalposting this with like this is a place that was kind of like left to ruin by like uh the magic of the goblins and the like the world kind of the world kind of laid this place to to ruin (laughs) i think i like to think it's like uh people go like well like what's up with these ruins and like some like some cryptozoologists, like oh, a game of heist was played here. Yeah, this Ooh, is. Like, I love a game, that. A game of heist. A game of heist happened here. Yeah, <laughs> like they just keep walking. They're like, Dang. oh yeah, this is like a game of heist happened here. I drew. I drew the two of spades. So this is a capital of order and rule. Ooh, oh, perfect. Oh, right. that's yeah. so good. Yeah, I like that. I picture this as the thing that I picture this is like a giant like military fortress that is like like closed off. It's like on a mountain. It is like it is a uh, like there are there are there are giant ballistas inside aimed ready to like shoot over the walls of this of this of this these castle walls at like at people outside. It is a place. It is like a a a a, a military training facility. Okay. Oh, I love like it. That. Um. So the the second part, like my table is its regional variant of magic is so like. In a land once magic, you kind of create the magic of the world. And then when you zoom into cities, uh, I really love uh, magic that is cultural. So like this is kind of meant to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and mine is like it's variant of magic is academic mm. uh, seen as like the true form uh, of magic over others, uh, which I think kind of oh, works okay. with this. Yes. Tell me about like, but I don't know, like, how does that work in fantasy? Like, what no, does it that totally mean? works because... What it's it's literally why we made our magic our magic because our magic is like everyone has it and it's mm-hmm. something that there's many ways to bring it out. There's like through physical exp- like uh, creative expression could like cast a fireball or yeah. like training like in traditional ways. It's something that everyone is born with. No one is born with like a higher aptitude. It's just a part of you and it's unique. It's like you're made of magic. One of the things that we always well, the the example that I always go to is like if you if you bake a loaf of bread with enough love and like enough and like you put it you you practice that skill enough like eventually the act of you baking that bread will become an act of magic yeah oh that's so good yeah if the ley lines fuel everything including people and things and actions you know magic is in literally a hug magic is in a smile magic is in a casting of lightning bolt like it's in all things and therefore all things are magic to some extent so i love that someone was like it's fucking books yeah (laughs) Like, this is, like, this military compound where, like, all these, like, soldiers are also, like, you better hit the books and learn how to cast this spell to perfect. Like, it's, it's like a, it's like flashcards, you know what I mean? It's like, you I gotta, you gotta know this. It's a regiment. Like, magic is a regiment. And it being regimented means that it's also super narrow. Like, yeah. like, magic is when you shoot a fireball. 
Like, exactly. Magic is not when you, like, bring someone's memories of home back. Like, magic is lightning bolt and fireball. It's like, you better be able to cast fire, like, you better be able to cast firebolt in 0.2 seconds. Yeah. You know, it's like, and it's like, oh, okay. It's like, oh, no, I failed my class because I couldn't do it perfectly. Right. right. Like, it is, like, there are things that you do that are magic. Exactly. Whatever, like, there are other things that are, like, there are things that are magic and there are things that are not. I love it. That rules. So, is it my? It is my. It is yours. And now you'll come up with a local legend. I got a heart. So, Ooh. a local legend is told of uh, a child. So, um, my initial thought of this is it's this military academy. What's its name? Do we have a name yet? We can name it. I like the title Crumbling City. By the way, that's what it's known as now. Yeah. Is the Crumbling City. Mm-hmm. Um but what it was known as before is um uh is Witherhold where it's this necrotic looking like it's it's designed to be look unfriendly. It's like the typical very, you know, fantasy evil castle where like the stone itself, like if you put your hand on it, it has like a hum that hurts your arm. It oh. is a bad place. It does not look like somewhere where you want to be. I, I think the other reason that it has that name is that like it is uh, it is known if, like depictions to, to like what you were saying, like that kind of like classic aesthetic. I think like it is known for there there being like dead trees and and dead wood like yes. all around it because like when they built this fortress they like they 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 conquered it and so like there are oh, literal like burned like burned wood is like yes. around like the trees look withered because they have been burned as they were like taking this place and like they have not done any of the work to like rebuild that oh, like I rebuild like that. that like ecosystem so they are just like it is which means that it is a like a fortress protecting burned ruined land which is the which sometimes we go for subtlety on this podcast <laughs> and sometimes we don't yeah oh i have a, i have a question uh okay. i i really like material world building right mm-hmm. like oh this material is really important to this world or whatever is there a material in fantasy that maybe like doesn't mesh well with the ley lines like could they have also okay. like built using oh. that you know what i mean okay so you've activated my trap card <laughs> as the local amfc fucking nerd so fantasy is made up of chaos energy uh and there's two forces in the universe there's chaos and order order is basically in direct opposition of chaos everything in fantasy is made up of chaos order energy seeps in from a different plane of existence and makes like demons so perhaps, perhaps there was a way that this very, you're talking like the material of the buildings, right? Yeah. Or like, yeah, something like the, it's like almost foundationally like, like Witherhold is built with this. Yeah. Yes. It's built with like, they somehow, they managed to kill a demon, right? They Ooh. somehow managed to extract its very order essence and like imbue it into certain stones so like this very mineral this very rock itself that hum just is literal an opposition is feeling the opposition of the universe against your body because these stones are imbued with in fact they are so hostile in the crumbling city in witherhold that just coming near it you feel like your energy is sapped. You literally feel a withering sensation as you are approaching a cosmic opposition to your very being. Yeah. Does that work? 
I love it. I was like, you know, we're talking about there's no subtlety here in Witherhold. So like, no. why not have a demon stone? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's basically, it's called demon stone. It's called demon stone keep is like their main. That's the academic magic school in the military academy. Ooh. And they and like and probably like the the professors and stuff are like, oh no, like you know, demon stone is a magical conduit. Like here, like yes. it helps oh, us. Like it baby. is, it is something that will make our magic better, stronger. Even you know, like you know, because we're talking about capitalism here. It's like, hey, we're gonna open a portal to hell for hell energy. You it know makes it. Yes. It makes it so 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 because it is this 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 metal that is uh like opposed to the very nature of magic. It makes it if if you if your view of magic is that it is something that has to be focused and refined and very narrowly defined and also just like viciously beaten into the shape that we want. Whereas uh-huh. but you exist in a world where magic is just in everything, where every act can take on magical qualities. There is actually like a, a like you c- in that perspective, you could point to this metal and be like. Yeah, it's blocking out all of the nonsense, all of the nonsense magic so that we can focus on the real stuff, which right. is learning to shoot lightning balls. <laughs> no, exactly. I, I love, love it. that. So I would like to say that the local legend is told of a child and the child is the one. I, I don't want to say a child like fucking six. I'm thinking like 14, sure. like the youngest cadet at Witherhold Keep in the in the Demon Stone Keep um, rejects kind of this. Uh, way this this practice of magic just mm-hmm. kind of born with a rebellious spirit born with the heart of a goblin they were told and is yeah. is kicked out of witherhold keep and they are the ones that like on the first night out they're camping they have their little lean to on the outskirts of the witherhold um and they're just they're watching the glow of the city at night and like you know homesick dreaming of like the few friends they made but really they were like terrible fucking instructors teaching them horrible magic and they witnessed the catastrophic demise of the witherhold they're the one person who started this legend like you can go and see the crumbling city but they're the ones that saw like the you know the fiery hand rise up from the earth and begin like smashing in they saw like the giant worm salamander like dragon thing ripping apart the city piece by piece in a rage so they witnessed go ahead please i have a little pitch uh again to make this super melodramatic uh, yes i think like as they left like they maybe like they got into a big fight with with somebody like a superior officer and maybe they like took like the superior officer is like i'm gonna take like your like you can't even take your stuff with you and uh like you just need to leave and so maybe this this child like this cadet left without taking like a pocket watch that belonged to their mother or something and then so as the city is being destroyed uh and they're witnessing it uh, a little sprite a little goblin shows up and places the pocket watch next to them and like slithers away and like you know melts back into the world and they like hold that with them they're like a goblin gave it to me like you know this is like it is the cycle of this world yeah so what's really interesting if i may nerd out because it's a really good place to close i think but mm-hmm. i have a nerd out moment that i'd like to mention because jeff and i always say that killing people in fantasy killing bad people doesn't help the world because if we make this ley line that's a crystallization of like past experiences and knowledge if you add enough assholes into the ley line, it becomes a worse place. And so mm-hmm. kind of this like 
what's important is that the 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 remnants of like the crumbling city of these places are left behind so that people it's kind of like in the hopes that future generations learn from what happened here today it's like a gamble i think to be like they raised the city the goblins tore it to shreds there is no more witherhold there's just the crumbling city but a whole lot of assholes just got added into the crystallization of the planet so it's it's up to this kid to now, like, spread the word of what happened there today so that it can't be repeated. I just kind of wanted that clarification because I think it's neat. Yeah, I, think it's I, very neat. I like that. I also, so I also randomly just drew a card and looked at a table on the City Crumbling page. Yeah, I drew the me. Jack of Diamonds, which is how is this legend told to other people? And I, or oh, how do people yes. tell this legend story to others? And I think part of it is that this, 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 this kid has to travel and tell this story to others. And the other way that it's told to people is like, a lot is like the goblins the goblins played their game of heist and you know for miles for miles a quarter of the way around the around fantasy like one day people just ended up with some object like they ended up with a little like trinket and they would tell the story of like how did you get this like you didn't like how did you get this thing from this thing from this place and they'd just be like Oh, well, the goblins brought it like this, 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 like this piece of this thing is, is a remnant of this thing that happened. One day I needed a watering can, like a watering can for my plants. And I turned around and it was there. Oh, oh so they yeah. take pieces of they take pieces of the events to like teach the world about it. When they bring you things, it's like from a cataclysmic event, a good event. It's a something yeah. Their history. They yes, bring yeah. history with them and give to you. So if you're like, you know, you're, you're, you got a hundred gold pieces, whatever the fuck, we don't talk about money, <laughs> yeah. would change my life in Moon Crescent. You get a bag of gold with something from like the other side of the world. You're like, holy shit, what the fuck happened here? You learn by putting your hand on it. You see an image of, you know, the raising of the lost city of blah. You know what I mean? Is yeah. that what we're getting at, Jeff? I love that. I love, I love I, that. A little bit of that history is, and that's and that's that's its own kind of magic, right? It's yeah, like a of little course. bit of that. A little bit of that history is baked into these objects that, when you find them, like you know that you are meant to have it, and on a certain level, you know the the history that what goes in behind it. Yeah, the dark history that at times leads to like that kind of paved the way for you to get this, like the things that had to happen. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Is that? Are we at a wrap? I think that's a wrap. That's a good place to end. I'm a fucking obsessed because this could this. go on for like three hours because this game is so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so first I want to say thank you so much to our guest. Thank you for coming on the show, Vid. No, this was this, awesome. This was incredible. This was, this was everything. This was everything that I wanted it to be. And then, yes. Some. Oh my god, I'm so happy with how like. Oh my god, you created. A lot of dope lore for our show. Like, you don't understand how much this is going to, like, echo for the rest of the backlog. I'm so glad. Uh, I did, like I said, I came in with an agenda, and my agenda mm. was my fingerprint on fantasy <sighs> needs to That's be. That's a big one. You literally <laughs> created a planetary phenomenon that shapes history. Goblins. Like that's <laughs> goblins. And also goblins. just sometimes plays heist. And sometimes, and sometimes it just, just like, plays heist. You know, take plays heist. Sometimes I it's was, nice. Now I want to know about uh, a sentient object that goes that gets taken by goblins. Oh, you know? like boy. what is the journey of a of what like a dagger see? that knows oh. that it's alive or something? Fuck. That's <laughs> oh my god, because it, it the implications that implies of like passing legendary weapons to people who need them most. You know what I mean? Because we always have these like vaults full of legendary weapons that heroes have ac- accumulated. <laughs> yeah. That means that goblins could like redistribute them to like potential heroes. Oh my god! Sorry, <laughs> that's such a sick concept. Anyway, 
So, <laughs> would you like to tell the fine people at home all the stuff we do? Remind them all again where they can find you and things like that. It'll be in the show notes, but still, I want you to toot that horn. You got a big old Vuvuzela, and I want you to toot it. Yeah, let's go. Uh, you can find me uh, online uh, on Twitter at Fiditio Valetti, where you can find uh, where basically I am everywhere else. Uh, specifically, you can buy my games and this game, uh, A Land Once Magic, at vidityofvaletti.itch.io. Um, this game is about to get uh, a nice upgrade, like a, an update uh, with better layout and some stuff like that. So pick it up now. Uh, you can also find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash and also uh, on the uh, streaming channel All Nerds Here, uh, Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. EST, uh, I'll be playing uh, this season. We're playing uh, Hardwired Island, uh, so you should definitely come by and check it out. I'm very excited about that. Uh, I'm also uh, on a podcast called The Musafers. Uh, it is uh, all... POC, we play in the setting of Sarzamine, which is a South Asian-inspired setting, uh, which is very dear to my heart. I'm very excited to play in a setting that is of my people. So you should definitely check out for season two. That's going to happen very soon. And yeah, support indie creators. Boom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll get there. Save that shit for the verbal <laughs> hug, baby. We'll yeah. get there. Um, if you'd like to submit a prompt of our own, there are a gajillion cool ways to do it. It's super easy, super simple, and super fun. Jeff, would you like to tell the fine kids at home? Um, not really. Um, okay, that's fine. So you can tweet at us at AMFC <laughs> underscore podcast. You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash all my fantasy children. You can email them to us at all my fantasy children at gmail.com or you can go to bit.ly slash AMFC discord and post them in the prompt submission channel on our discord. Boom. Um, all my fantasy Damn. children is part of the one shot podcast network. Go to one shot podcast.com and browse the plethora of amazing tabletop content. There's amazing shows like modifier, uh, design doc, uh, Sky campaign skyjacks all my fantasy children there's a lot of really good stuff i'm really proud to be on the network because you know if you like our tone you like our jam you like our approach to create tabletop and just creating things in general you will love everything on the one shot network um jeff though has a second podcast i don't know if i don't know second i'm not podcast. in the yeah i, don't I know. know i don't, I don't know. know how the fuck it's done but <laughs> jeff has a second one that all of you should be listening to if you're not already Jeff, can you tell the fine folks at home? You will tell the fine folks at home about this podcast. <laughs> sure. Talking Nog is a <laughs> yearly tradition <laughs> about eggnog. For God's sake. God damn it. God, no. Um, Keep going. Keep going. Of one is an actual Talk about Talking Nog. No. Talk about <laughs> no. Talking Nog right okay, now. Okay, fine. Talking Nog's Christmas in July Summer Spectacular is going to be airing Thank on you. Twitch later uh, in July. I haven't locked out the exact date yet. <laughs> wow. Because it was pointed yep. out to me that I have planned I knew the it. weekend of the 24th. I knew it. Um, uh, but Party of One is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend. We play a two-player game. We share a some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. New episodes drop uh, Episodes drop over the summer every Friday uh, at partyofonepodcast.com. Boom. Verbal hug this week. Support indie creators. <laughs> I, yep, I was going to say the same fucking thing. Goddamn right. Go ahead, oh, Jeff. No. Go off, Jeff. I, go I off. I think, like, there is, um, there is, I mean, I am I am blown away every single day that I look out at, at, at the indie art space, whether it's tabletop games, wrestling, comics, like, there is such amazing, breathtaking work happening, and 
I, I really think, like, if you are looking for something, like, there is a real chance that you are going to find it in, in the indie space. I think there is there is such amazing, beautiful work that, frankly, like, you are doing yourself a disservice if you aren't seeking out independent creators, because I think that that work, that is, that is real, where real, tangible, like, impactful work happens. That is where, that is where the, the, the work, if you want to look three years ahead into the mainstream and see what, see what is going to be cool three years from now in the mainstream. Look at what is happening in the indie space right now. You know, like you don't have to give your money to companies who don't give a fuck about you or who you are or what you represent or what you want to see. You can give it to indie people, people who make small scale stuff only because it hasn't blown up yet. The only thing that keeps an indie creator from being like, oh, it's just indie, you know, fucking barely making my rent is you. Like you can be the change that launches your favorite goddamn indie property, no matter what it is, into a level of, and I put in air quotes, success so that this person can like make their rent fucking doing a creative thing. That's an amazing thing and you can actually help do that just by like signal boosting backing a fucking patreon buying a game telling people who like who would like the thing about it if you find one fucking friend who's like i really love world building games and you tell them about the fucking game that we play today if you say hey man i know you love world building games you're not really into dungeon crawlers there's a game called a land once magic here's a link to it think you might like it check it out you don't know the catalyst that that might create and the fucking change it could make in the writer's life who we're fucking talking to. How no. amazing is that? So be a part of that instead of like throwing money at big companies who are literally looking at you as a target demographic, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, my soul, ooh, I'm fucking sweating. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, back into creators. There's a lot of ways you can do it and we're always tweeting about it between the three of us. So, you know, if you ever want to learn how to do more, fucking at us. I don't give a shit at me. Anyway. I'll, I'll I'll go off of this as well, um, but I, this is now a message for indie creators. Uh, y'all are killing it, you know. Just uh, keep at it, and and also for people who want to make things. I think hearing about all this it just gets me really jazzed about wanting to make, and I want to like remind people that you don't have to be good; you just have to love what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. you don't have to be good at the state. Like you don't have to hold up to some standard that is out there. Just, you know, be creative, find joy. Uh, don't let people kind of like shut you down. Uh, and if people are shutting you down, fucking at me. Yeah. And I'll shower you with love. Like, as long, I mean, as long as you're not doing something horrible. Uh, but like, you know, just like love what you do. Enjoy what you're making. Uh, find people who you know, support you and, and who will also like what you do. And, and a way to do that is by reaching out to people that you like and they'll love that. And then in return, you know, you, they'll want to see what you do and love what you do. It's, you know, now, now my tangent is get, create communities and, and like find people uh, who just share in the same joys that you do because like, you'll just be happier and you'll make cool things, make messy make bad and make just for the fun of it uh, yeah and you will just you, you will soar yeah you know? just the process the process of making is what's important you mm-hmm. know yeah fuck yes ah anybody else got anything the two of you got no anything? that's it that's all we do on this show damn right so until next time <laughs> good night and good, good game, game.
In the not-so-distant future of fantasy, there comes a day that a great evil will rise and gravely wound the ley lines. This is what we refer to as fantasy's dark future. In this era, the world has been changed. Magic has been changed. The joyful world of fantasy that we know is a memory. But despite all this, heroes new and old rise to face the darkness in hopes of defeating the shadows that threaten their world. One hero in particular, a young girl named Celeste Silverna, has been chosen by the planet to restore the ley lines. She was granted the Event Horizon, a wand that will allow her to restore what was lost. But where did it come from? If we remember where it was found, we can begin to piece things together. When Celeste first began her journey, the small lacquered box containing the wand was conveniently found along the road. This box, known to those who remember Madame Mysteria's battle against the demon locust of Grasshopper City, would remember that it was called the Secret. Yes, they are indeed one in the same. And who provided this treasure to both Mysteria and Celeste? Who granted the box that contained the gifts that ordinary people would wield against world-threatening evils? <laughs> Why, look no further than the story you just enjoyed. It was, of course, the goblins. Who else?